Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, Matt and Ryan look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words! Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to Fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do but we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? What trips to telephones that are no different to you. Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Placetti, and I am here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the internet's stupidity. And I'm Matt Saintsing, and this just may be the least prepared episode I have done in the history of this podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is actually I'm about mm, probably about half the episodes that we've done. It's about I've par been for the course for you. Equally yeah. prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Well, t- tell the people what we're doing today. All right. So we are revisiting a previous topic, which is an episode without any research topics. We're doing oops. All Reddit two. We're doing the part, uh, part do the do right. Uh, we- and it, it, it comes to you from PepsiCo, who just gave us our first sponsor. No, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you, PepsiCo. Was, well, technically, I think Pornhub was our first sponsor. Yeah, but. <laughs> then OnlyFans and most recently, OnlyHomies.com. OnlyHomies.com. <laughs> Only homies here. I am not above taking anyone's money up. Well, let's not say that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take money from like the Somali pirates or anything. No Somali pirates uh, and no MAGA groups. Uh, yeah, I think that's, yeah, they're, they're cut, cut from the same cloth. No, <laughs> no fascists, no pirates. I don't want to say no pirates. I just want to say no terrorist pirates. Captain Morgan, A-OK. Yeah, 100%. There's also a brewery in Maryland called Heavy Seas, like a pirate-themed brewery. I, I do would, like I Heavy would, Seas. It's really good. If you're in the listener, if you're in the mid-Atlantic region, you could probably get your hands on some Heavy Seas. It's really good. They have a, I like their Peg Leg Stout pirate-themed. It's a, it's a coffee Ooh. stout. It's really good. It's really good. Then they have yeah. the Tropicana. I like that one too. I, yeah, it's it's, it's like a uh, like a fruity IPA, which is what I like. I've, I've been to the brewery before, and they give you so much free beer. I got fucking wasted like on two p.m. on a Sunday. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, so so we're we're already giving them the free advertising. They should, they they might as well give us some money now. I like that you pretended that you're only wasted on a two p.m. on Sunday because you went to the brewery. <laughs> oh, and because of all the I went on the tour and of all the samples they give. Yeah, right. Yeah, they get they give you like half a pint. Sounds to me like you were maybe set back the uh, travel time to the brewery. <laughs> I, I remember like, uh, remember, I think I remember having to take an Uber home or something. I like drove there, took an Uber back or <laughs> something like that. So, yeah. So I was like, oh, I can't drive right now. Yeah. That is a fantastic advertisement for the D.A.R.E. program. Drug abuse <laughs> resistance education. Uh, maybe we're not the best spokespeople for that. But hey, folks, remember to drink responsibly. Absolutely. And sp- speaking up, Dare, uh, I have a framed picture. I'll put this on our Instagram after this episode launches. But uh, uh, I have a framed picture of myself. I am all but 11 years old walking my dog. I'm on rollerblades and I'm wearing a Dare shirt three sizes too big. <laughs> it, it remains the most 90s picture of me in, in history. It's amazing. And if only he could see me now, he'd be so disappointed. <laughs> all I have to say is that the number of sheriff's deputies that came to my schools and told me inappropriate stories and information about drugs in the 90s is a little bit disturbing. My first dare memory <laughs> comes from uh, Condor Elementary School in 29 Palms, California. It's on the Marine Corps base. Oh, wow. But they had a sheriff's deputy come in and teach the dare program. And at one point he was telling us a story 
about this guy who was uh, undercover and he saw like what the bikers did to each other. And he described some man's injuries as his face was like a bowl of mashed potatoes with ketchup in it. Holy shit. How old were, how old were you? Fifth grade. He's talking about bikers beating people unrecognizable. He's like, it's, it's like Walter from the Big Lebowski giving a dare talk. He's like, you ever heard of Vietnam, son? Like, you're about to be in a world of pain. And then my next, my next drug intervention was actually at the high school level when I was uh, attending Penridge High School in Percocet, Pennsylvania. I didn't graduate from there, so I don't think that this is a banking question that you can steal from me, <laughs> Russian hackers or Ukrainian hackers. I don't want to take sides. There's all kinds of different Slavic hackers out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's a smorgasbord, but I guess it'd be more of a borscht. <laughs> he came in and he said, you know, he told us like, you go down to the intersection of Frankfurt and Girard and you can get the cheapest, the, the purest best heroin. heroin. <laughs> yeah, he told us. He's like, there's a pipeline directly from South America. It's the cheapest, purest heroin in America. He's like, it's what you very do. dangerous. He's like, this, this is what Mexican do. black tar heroin it looks like, except no substitute. He's like, this is what you do. You take $20 from your mom's purse. Take the take the number two bus at 445. <laughs> Go down to the corner of Frankfurt and second. Like, <laughs> like ask for Jimmy. Tell him I referred you. He's told He's like telling you how to get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. He already passed the test because he told us he was a cop immediately. You can't even claim entrapment. It's like, yeah, the sheriff's deputy told me where to get the drugs. Like, oh, the sheriff's deputy told you, huh? <laughs> Not entrapment. <laughs> well, dare dare I say, let's get into the first uh, yeah. Reddit question here. So the first one that I wanted to touch on is one that's near and dear to my heart with the recent passage of the infrastructure bill. How are renters ever going to be able to own electric cars? Uh, interesting. They they offer for additional context. My landlord isn't going to build a charging station. And spoiler alert, landlord, yes, you are eventually. <laughs> um, I think the way around this is, uh, I think I put all my faith and trust into Secretary Pete Buttigieg. He'll figure it out. He's pretty. He, he seems <laughs> he seems pretty capable guy. I'll be honest. You know, <laughs> uh, most apartment buildings are going to add electric car chargers in the relatively near future. And there's going to be tax incentives to offset the cost. Uh, sometimes that'll pay for the equipment. It doesn't necessarily pay for the installation, but it's going to be a factor in whether people are willing to move there because in the next 10 years or so, a lot of the major automakers are going to switch over to 100% EV fleets. Yeah. At which point. You'll need a place to charge your car. Yeah, I'm seeing them more and more. Uh, I see them in D.C. every now and then. You know, that's only going to increase as we as we invest more into the electric yeah. cars. And I know like General Motors said, like by 2030, right? Half their fleet's yeah, going to be electric. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the other factor is there's also different levels of charging stations. So you have level one, level two and level three charging stations. A felony, on- a misdemeanor charging yeah. station. <laughs> <laughs> That's a charging station in the first degree. You're going to jail. How you get the felony charging station is you take the number two bus, take $20 from your mom's purse. (laughs) Go, go get some heroin from Jimmy. Yeah, but then you get arrested and you have to clean up all the dead birds and cancer cells around the windmills. Oh, God. 
But yeah, there's level one, level two, level three. Level one is your typical residential charging station for overnight charging. Level two is what you'd find in like a parking lot where you might be there for a couple hours. And then the quick charge stations are the level three or what you're going to find at dealerships and gas stations. Okay. So realistically, people are going to be able to, especially with the rebates and everything, it's going to cost less than a thousand dollars probably to get these things. So it's not. Thanks. Thanks, Biden. Thanks. Legit. Like, ironically, thanks, Biden. Yeah. Thanks, Joe Biden. But you know what you're not going to get is a permanent extension of the child tax care credit. Thanks, Joe Manchin. Yeah, the other Joe, right? Yeah. <laughs> so many old Joes. Some of some of them are giving us nice things. Some of them are fucking us. It's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like um, this is this is the first time anyone's ever said thanks, Biden. So <laughs> uh, I, I I have a fun question. I think we've thoroughly addressed the previous one. Yes, renters will have them, and people who don't have them at the rental properties will not have renters. Uh, and again, I put all my trust into Pete Buttigieg to make that happen. Um, so this this question comes from username JustRyan95, and I have to ask, is, is it's just Ryan, so is this you? Statistically speaking, it would have to be if it's just me. Yeah, you're you're born like in 78 or something, so it's not 95. <laughs> I was I was I was born in 1983. However, maybe I created the account when I was 12 years old Ooh. in anticipation of the invention of Reddit. Do they have Yeah, I was about to say yeah, do they have Reddit <laughs> back in 95? Um so this question is so funny. Do animals not taste ass and all the fecal matter when they eat prey from the butthole up? Uh yes they do. Yeah, I feel like they absolutely do and they don't fucking care. <laughs> no, I think I think there's something else to consider is the fact that different animals not all, and we've discussed this previously on the show uh, in terms of animal vision. Like different animals see different spectrums of light. Yeah, but cats and dogs have very developed olfactory sensors, which allow them to smell prey at a distance. But little known fact: cats can't taste sweet. Interesting. You know, cats also can't create their own amino acids, so they have to eat meat. They cannot be vegetarian. There's no selective reason for cats to taste sweet flavors because that's what happens when carbohydrates break down. Cats are basically getting all of their carbohydrates from breaking down body fat. Wow. Yeah. Cats are wild. They're like they're literally wild animals. (laughs) They're literally wild animals. They're fluffy and cute with razor blades on their fingertips. Yeah. (laughs) They are the only domesticated carnivores. Just Ryan, he kind of goes on to ask, uh, do predators not have taste buds to taste fecal matter that could carry disease causing bacteria or do they just like the taste? And I have no doubt there are probably some there's some dirty rhino out there. I guess rhinos aren't like predators, but there's some there's some dirty jaguar out there. Is just like he's just like he lives for the taste of some ass nasty, out there. some <laughs> nasty jag, some nasty, n- nasty. Ooh, I'm a I'm a dirty cat. I'm a dirty kitty. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, so I think they absolutely do. Um, I think also, if you're like a lion or a cheetah on the savanna, your next meal means you can survive. So beggars can't be choosers. I feel like, right? You know, you're 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 just happy to you're finally eat, even if it's ass first. You're you know, you're probably not gonna yeah. get a whole, whole bunch of complaints. Yeah, and honestly, sometimes that's just the easiest way to get in there. Some animals have giant asses, right? If you're gonna eat yeah. like an elephant, you know, yeah. If yeah. you're gonna eat an elephant, one bite at a time. Preferably start from the ass, ass for or trunk, right? Got to start from the the bookends of the elephant. Well, you gotta you gotta choose one side or the other, usually speaking, because the center is kind of tough. You just have one lion at the front end, one lion in the back end, and they meet in the middle and kiss. This I was like a lady in the tramp elephant style, by the way. <laughs> I, we usually don't get into the comments. This comment comes from Plant Based Egg. He says, "From what I hear, poo doesn't taste as nasty as we think it does." Uh, yeah, from what I hear, he's de- <laughs> he's definitely like uh, tipping his hand a little too much. He's like, "Oh, it's actually not as bad as you would think." <laughs> 
I mean, I think he speaks for a plurality of millennials and, yeah. and younger. It's trendy, man. Gen Z all up in that booty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of bodily functions, I actually have another one. This one's from r slash ask Reddit posted by user deleted. They do not want to be associated <laughs> with this. And I don't even think it's that controversial. Without any side effects, what human bodily function would you remove entirely? Oh, I mean, the, the first one that just pops in my head is farting, right? I, I don't know what the social utility of that is. And I don't, and it, no one wants to smell their own farts, let alone someone else's brand. Maybe sneezing, right? Okay. You know, well, I, I mean, the hiccups. No, I the hiccups. <laughs> fuck, fuck having the hiccups, man. Oh my god, the, like the Guinness World Record for hiccups is something like seventy years. What, like this dude? Yeah, can you imagine living your entire life with hiccups? No, I can't imagine five that minutes would straight be with hiccups. That's the fucking worst. Yeah, I feel like that's but hell. That's hell. The bodily function that I would remove entirely: aging. <laughs> well, is that a bodily function? Yeah, it's a function okay. of your body. Your body chooses. So. Your your body chooses to turn into a big piece of shit. <laughs> I think you need to go back to Ponce de Leon, Fountain of Youth. There, man, you need to you go ahead and search for that. If young people are any indicator, then the Fountain of Youth has been behind us the entire time. Interesting. It's eating ass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's this gonna go? Oh, but speaking of uh, speaking of assholes, here's another one from r slash ask Reddit. Uh, this is user Trajop. What animal is an asshole? Ooh, I mean, the other animal that starts eating their prey ass first. <laughs> Any, anybody who eats their prey ass first, because you are what you eat because you are because you are what you eat <laughs> because you, you have either murdered or scavenged this other animal and you made a conscious decision. It's just like, yeah, we're going ass first. Never go ass first. You, you there, There's a rule that says never go ass to mouth. and when you put somebody's ass in your mouth and then nosh on it, that's a problem. <laughs> I, whether animals are assholes, I just feel like there's got to be ones that are like parasites out there who just like, like there's some fish who live their lives on like whale sharks. They've got to be assholes. They're like along, they're riding the coattails, you know? What about the, what about the parasitic birds? The What's a parasitic bird? So there's a particular type of bird. The name escapes me at the moment. So for everybody at home who thought we were smart and we just have this information at hand all the time, sometimes it does require some research. Uh, There's a type of bird. What it will do is it lays its eggs in other birds' nests. And then when its babies are born, it outcompetes and essentially starves the, uh, the babies of the birds that built the nest that that that's an asshole it's, it's just, it's just like deadbeat parenting all around. It's deadbeat moms and deadbeat dads. (laughs) Trusting the system to take care of their kids at the expense of other people's children. There's got to be some primates out there that are assholes because I've seen videos of monkeys and they're just like totally dicks to each other. They like go ahead and like push each other out of trees and like just go ahead and bop their young. Um, but are, I will say that, that are, are this- you OK with conservative Midwestern dentists shooting those apes? Uh, no, absolutely not. No, you don't think dickhead apes should be just removed from the gene pool before they evolve into humans and take over the planet after we've ruined it. (laughs) Called James Franco to save the day. No, uh, goddamn dirty apes. I feel like um, just because they're assholes doesn't mean I want them to leave this world forever. I'm just I'm just judging. I'm just judging them. You know what animal I think is the biggest asshole? What's that? Human beings. Okay. Yeah. You all, the aliens that destroy humans are the they're they're the asshole. No, I don't know. It depends on their motivation. If they're like, hey. You guys are fucking this up and we, they destroy us and be like, OK, like if it's a the day the earth stands still situation and uh, what, what's the guy's name? Clack comes down. Keanu, if Reeves. Keanu Reeves comes to Earth <laughs> and, and murders us all. <laughs> 
honestly, there's no way he would do that because he's not an asshole. Matt, here's a r slash no stupid questions, a place on the internet where there are no one, stupid two, questions. Three, no, wait, nope, zero. I miscounted. No stupid <laughs> questions. What's the correct answer to, do you know how fast you were going or do you oh, know why I pulled you over today? This okay. was asked by user 3CatMafia. Okay, so I, I'm so glad you asked this question, and I have a, st- I have a story about this. Uh, when I was in the Army years ago, Thanksgiving Day, I was in Florida. I was speeding going to my parents' house. I got pulled over, and the cops So said, now you know why they pulled you over. Yeah, well, no, yeah. Well, I know why they pulled me over, but I'm not, I'm not about to self-incriminate, right? He was such a huge asshole, man. He started, first of all, he walked up. He started laughing Thanksgiving Day, and he says, <laughs> I've been waiting for you all day. To which I replied, well, I got here as fast as I could. (laughs) (laughs) And and to this day, that remains the best interaction I've ever had with a police officer. Uh, (laughs) Definitely got a ticket that day, too. (laughs) How can you give somebody a ticket when they give you that? Because he's an asshole, right? I was like, he laughed and he was like, honestly, that's pretty good. Because I was going way too fast. I was going like, yeah. Yeah. All right. Our next Reddit question comes from Am I the Asshole? It's by user fucking Florida cop. And it says, am I an asshole for giving this guy a ticket after he gave me the greatest comeback to my stupid cop line ever? Uh, we, yeah, is this, he's the is asshole. This, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not the <laughs> asshole. I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm in the army serving my country. I'm. It's, it's a holiday fucking weekend in between deployments. I mean, I'm sad he had to work on Thanksgiving, but like, come on, man. Like, here, here's the misconception though. He had to be on duty. He didn't have to work. No, yeah, he, he chose to let, work. Yeah, he chose to pull my ass over. Yeah, maybe he had no That's choice. Right. I was going so fast, I can't remember. But uh, that was like the last time I got a ticket. I want to say. All right, so here's a fun question from R. Explain it like I'm five. Okay. Posted by user Ever Faden Grain. Why divers coming out of depths need to decompress to avoid decompression sickness, but people who fly in commercial planes don't have an issue reaching a sudden altitude of 8,000 feet? Interesting. Uh, I would say that being the resident skydiver between the two of us, uh, you cannot skydive and scuba dive in the same day because of the pressure changes. It will it will damage your body. Yep. So I, I think the difference is that the pressure of being underwater is greater than the pressure of being under atmosphere. And even though the atmosphere is thinner at higher elevations, the differential between the ground and the higher elevation isn't as great as the depths of the ocean versus the yeah. surface level atmosphere. As the pressure builds, the deeper we go in the ocean, it is not even close to how high we get in the air. I mean, like you don't feel you're in a pressurized cabin when you're on an airplane, but you don't like feel that pressure, right? I think we fucking knocked that one out of the park. I look forward to hearing from Maurice and or Diana. <laughs> um, I got a new stupid question here from Mundane Frog. This one says, what has to happen in order for North Koreans to be free? Will it ever happen? We're swinging for the fences on this one, aren't we? I mean, I, you know, you're a, you're a Korean linguist in the army. I used to work for a Japanese newspaper. I think between the two of us, we have a pretty good understanding of East Asian security issues. Which will make it that much more embarrassing when we fail to adequately answer this question. Oh, I, well, <laughs> my answer is, I think, you know, uh, the reason why North Korea still has their magic kingdom going is because they have nuclear weapons, right? That That is just the end of the ball game. So I think for North Koreans to be free, you either need to have the nuclear arsenal be defunct 
uh, and you need regime change in North Korea. I'm not advocating that we go do this. I'm just saying these are the things that need to happen for North Koreans to be. So I, I'm going to disagree with you one, not a thousand percent, maybe could just a coup. there could be a coup, 975 percent. And I'm going to argue that their nuclear program is virtually irrelevant. Well, but like they can shoot missiles that they can hit San Francisco. And so why couldn't they put a nuclear missile on there? I'll believe it when they shoot a missile that hits San Francisco. I'll believe it when they shoot a missile that hits Japan. <laughs> the reason why the nuclear capabilities are fairly irrelevant is the thing that is keeping things relatively stable there or at least in terms of in terms of their military autonomy is their conventional artillery it's not the nuclear weapons program so the the nuclear weapons program yeah, was yeah. really came about in the in the 90s and 2000s as far as as far as having any measure of success but throughout that entire time conventional artillery is all within range of Seoul North Korea threatened to turn Seoul into a lake of fire a city of 10 million people yeah it's huge but the yeah, uh, that, that, that is true. They do have a shit ton of firepower pointing at Seoul. They can also tactically nuke Seoul and all the Americans that are fucking in right along the DMZ. Yeah, the nuclear capabilities certainly don't think make things any safer. But if the North Koreans decided to attack, Seoul would be absolutely annihilated. The 30,000 American troops stationed in Korea would be a speed bump. That really the only reason why we have Americans deployed to Korea is to ensure our involvement in the event of a war on the Korean Peninsula. We have five bilateral peace treaties. Four of them are in the Asia Pacific. It's just a very important region for us strategically. North Korea is kind of an interesting case. Uh, China has been kind of distancing themselves from North Korea for a while now as they sort of emerge and continue to open up and flex their muscle around the world. North Korea was a buffer for them between the American influence, South Korea and their borders. So it's what's it going to take for North Korea to be free? It'll probably be an internal change. That's true, too. I think um, if we're talking about North Korean citizens being free, you definitely need the current regime gone somehow, some way. Yeah. I'm not ta- I'm not advocating we go in and do it because we've seen what happens when the United States tries to do that. Uh, I would say that, you know, having some sort of uprising, having a coup, having some sort of power dynamic shift internally would uh, be a realistic way of North Korean citizens to to be free. Uh, am I the asshole for asking my husband to stop making dick jokes after our nine year old son got in trouble for repeating them? <laughs> yep, this is from yep. user You're the asshole. headphones. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the joke in question was. I got a call from our son's teacher who said that he had apparently told his teacher or after she asked him why he didn't do his homework. It's a long story, but not as long as my dick. <laughs> he said that to a teacher. <laughs> OK, so first of all, this kid's a legend. I love him already. Can we, can, can, can we get this guy on our podcast? I want to talk to him. <laughs> he seems really cool. There, there's a dark side to this story. Uh-oh. Apparently, anytime a girl hands him something like a pencil or a piece of paper, he smiles and says, good girl. Okay. He definitely learned that from dad too. Yeah. 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 So she told her husband to start acting his age because he's influence, influencing their child and the child is getting in trouble. And then the husband said to, that he can do as he pleases in his own home and that she should <laughs> learn to see the humor in things. Well, so, I feel how like do you he- feel who is the asshole in this situation now, given the full context of the obvious misogyny also taking place. So I'm going to go ahead and say, um, you know, the kid definitely sounds like an asshole, the dad, but, but in this situation, the dad is the asshole because this is definitely learned behavior. He's the asshole. This kid's on his way to being an asshole. That doesn't mean that I don't think it's hilarious what he said to this teacher though. Yeah. I think it's honestly, I think you're right. I think the kid is the asshole. 
I mean, anybody, anybody who's the reason for their parents' divorce, really. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just take a long look in the mirror, little Jacob. <laughs> Jesus. This kind of reminds me uh, when I was in elementary school, there was these um, these these two twin girls who were they were just like stuck up. Right. And I remember um, they were these two. They're, they're like identical twins and they both were ganging up on me. So it's like three. It's like literally two on, you know, two against one here. But it's like the carbon copies of each other. It's one on one because they have the same DNA. That's true. And they were and they said something to the effect. It was like in fifth, fourth or fifth, fifth grade. And they said something to the effect of like, well, you know, what can you do or something? We're doing like some arts and crafting. Well, what can you do? I looked them both dead in their fucking eye and said, oh, at least I can pee standing up. They immediately told the teacher, Mrs. Shapiro, uh, who came up to me and she says, uh, at least I can pee standing up. And, uh, and I was like, I immediately apologize. I, I thought it was an asshole move. I, I, it was. I, was, I was so embarrassed. I was also in the fifth grade, right? So like, whatever. Yeah. And they, these girls were huge bitches. I'm sorry. You know, those fifth graders were just pieces of shit. They're probably pieces of shit in their adult, you know. Speaking of piece of shit kids, this is from r slash no stupid questions, which you may be familiar with at this point as the one place <laughs> on the internet where there are no stupid questions. Second time you said that today. Yep. Got I know. <laughs> but I, I wanted to make sure I was being absolutely clear because user suspicious kebab <laughs> might be listening. And I don't want them to think that I thought that their question was stupid because I actually think it's a pretty good question. Why do Western kids shows always show kids hating vegetable? Is it a cultural thing I'm missing? Growing up in Asia, I've never really seen any aversion to vegetables. Food dishes always come with vegetables, fresh, fried or dried. Interesting. I think he's absolutely correct where he's, oh, vegetables. No, I want to eat candy and pie and shit. Yeah, I honestly, I just think it's because there are definite flavor differences when you talk about what kids are given as part of like the Western diet. You know, you get like sweets, you get like sweets and treats in Japan. It's just like, check out this sweet rice bun filled with red bean curd sticky and mango rice yeah yeah that's yeah, that's yeah. the that's the kind of dessert like the desserts are very mild there here it's um, a bu- buttercream explosion in your fucking cake it's like it's, so like kids are, so many calories <laughs> kids are like i could and they have no concept of health or or balance they're just like i'm gonna eat a thousand snicker bars i hate halloween now like as an adult <laughs> as as a parent i hate halloween yeah. Because while I'm, I think it's wonderful that people get dressed up in costumes, go to parties, etc. The sheer volume of candy given to children it's is crazy, fucking insane. Why does a child need a bucket of candy? Because freedom. That's why, Ryan. I will say this though. I, I think I 100 percent agree with you. And I think you know how we look back in time in Wild Wild West and the kids were playing with mercury and like cocaine. I think hundred, <laughs> h- hundreds of years from now we're gonna look back and be like, wow, kids were just allowed on the internet to do anything and look at how much sugar everyone everyone ate. I think those are the two <laughs> things that are gonna blow people's minds. All right. Well, here's another R slash no stupid question about things that we should be exposing our children to. This is posted by user. It's either ill wash or aisle wash six zero eight six. I like ill wash. Like he's like I'm an ill washer. Yeah. I like aisle wash. Like mm. I'm getting there. <laughs> As a new father, I'd love to introduce my son to animals the way I was by going to the zoo. But I've realized just how fucked up zoos are. What would be the best alternative? So I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this ball right at you, Matt. Go ahead and catch. Uh, first of all, I I challenge the notion that all zoos are bad. For sure, there are absolutely the Tiger King zoos out there and the the places where you can go like hold a fucking cub of they're pieces of shit. I will say, though, that 
you know, the National Zoo here in Washington, D.C. is amazing. And they save species, right? Yeah. They they have enrichment programs. They allow these animals to choose their own fate. They just kind of give them options, right? And th- like, you know. Like they can go to community college or they can go to a trade school. <laughs> go, to a we- go to welding, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will say that, you know, um, I love to see the, the great ape house. It's one of my favorite things. Seeing the orangutans, probably my favorite uh-huh. animal there. You often hear people, like, oh, this is so sad. But not when you think about the the habitat in Indonesia that is being fucking destroyed. And in 20 years, these animals are not going to be able to live in their, their natural habitat. Yeah. So these are almost like the ones who won the lottery, who don't have to compete for resources and food. And they're given all these options. Yeah, they're behind a cage, right? They're, they're behind a glass screen. I, I just don't think that because one zoo is bad, they're all, fuck, they're all fucked up. Yeah. I, I don't think that's the case. I'm going to agree with you and say that the... Quality of the zoo is a huge issue, and you should look into what the zoo is doing to, one, educate the community, because a community educated about these animal species maintains interest, and interest maintains their security when when they run up against human expansion. If you're concerned about the well-being of animals, be concerned about the well-being of animals in the wild whose lives are being preserved by the good PR that zoos are producing around them. Yeah. And, you know, not all zoos are the same. This is something the National Zoo did for one of their birds. It was an Abyssinian ground hornbill. It got his um, beak essentially cut off in a horrible accident. This zoo 3D printed a new beak and surgically uh, was able to to put it on. And this 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 bird, I've, I've seen it. It's none the wiser. It's able to live its life with all of the benefits of not having to compete with resources. I, I I just think the National Zoo here is amazing. And when you go visit D.C., you should all go to it. Yep. And, you know, I, I came out of the uh, the archaeological community and, you know, we talked about it on a previous uh, on the con episode, <laughs> how archaeology has changed over the last hundred years and modernized in order to recognize the cultural patrimony of the countries where, where the archaeology is located And zoos have gone through a similar trajectory where they've started treating animals differently than they were treated 100 years ago. 100 years ago, they would just throw an animal in a cage and chuck whatever they thought it ate in there. Now, zoos are very science driven and very they have a very specific public purpose that is pro animal and pro nature. Absolutely. Yeah, they're 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 conservationists if they're doing it right. Oh, this is kind of funny. So I got a no stupid question here. This one comes from OMG Alex, all caps. Okay. Uh, the question is, what does it mean when somebody says they're a witch? Uh, and what it means is they're fucking weird. <laughs> um, so this is one of those this is one of those topics where I think we're going to kind of skirt a line of respecting other people's religious beliefs while sure. also acknowledging that those religious beliefs may be kind of a modern contrivance. There's some people who are a cultural witch and they're just not a religious witch, I would say, too. It, it really depends on the <laughs> Stevie Nicks. <laughs> they, <laughs> like, I, I, I go to witch mass on Easter and on Christmas Eve like a good witch, you know, <laughs> at midnight naked, sacrificing yeah. the blood of infants. So there's there's witchcraft as it exists in the popular mentality for, you know, five or six hundred years. And then now there's sort of a movement to take back witch. And I don't know who they're taking it back from because charges of witchcraft (laughs) were rarely leveled at people who considered themselves to be witches. It was a way of labeling some outsider in a community as other and then subsequently punishing or murdering them. 
It also could mean that they're just related. Their family is Wiccan. So if you want to do a religious route, it, it, you know. Wicca as a religion is a relatively modern invention. Yeah. Uh, an attempt to sort of piece together old pagan ideas. And, and like I said, it's complicated because you want to respect people's beliefs. But I, I put Wicca in kind of the same camp as Scientology, but less dangerous. To my knowledge, there aren't any charismatic Wiccan leaders throwing people off of boats as punishment. Not yet. They're not yet, so- but if they float, they they get to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a lot of people who like saw the movie The Craft in the nineties, and then they're like, they're like, oh, I'm a witch, and it was just be- it was like a thing they did with their friends, you know. So I do have one more question for us to answer, Matt. Okay, this is from our Ask Reddit. It was posted by Doctor Doofus Duck. <laughs> I love it. I love the name. <laughs> That's a great name. What's an extremely useful website most people probably don't know about? Ooh, interesting. Um, I got to think about that for a second here. I'll, I'll start us off. The COLA database for the Tax and Trade Bureau is a collection of labels produced by like beer and alcohol makers. Oh. So I've used that a lot in identifying and tracking down beer information. So in the case of like, let's say you find an old bottle in your grandparents basement which actually happened i was helping a friend clear out her father's basement after he passed away huh. and we found a case of stegmeier beer that had been down there for a very long time and i was able to date it through information that i got from the cola base and also from the the new twist off top like they were like well it's twist off it's amazing which allowed me to narrow it down to about a five-year period after the twist off crown cap was invented i would say too there's also um a website you can look at i can't remember the name of it but you can go see what the ceos of fortune 500 companies are selling and buying in stock and you can oh. essentially you can essentially just uh, mimic their what they do right because you know you know my favorite part about your suggestion is you haven't told us what the website is so now i can't we remember it we will continue yeah. to not know what the what this website is. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, uh, but you know a website that people might not be as familiar with that they should be? www.wreckyourpod.com. Yeah, people don't know about that. <laughs> which is the home of our show, and you should tell all your friends about it. It's extremely useful. I heard there's more than 30 episodes of very informative, entertaining information. More one than you, the other, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, but you can use it in your everyday life. Do you know who goes there almost every day? Uh, Rick Reynolds. Rick Reynolds does. That's right. We owe Rick an incredible debt of gratitude for the use of his song United from the album Portals in Progress, which you can find on a site you may have heard of, YouTube, Amazon, Apple iTunes, Amazon, or Spotify, all very popular sites. I love that you said Amazon twice. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. I'll cut one of them. No, right. leave it in. It's funny. <laughs> We're also on social media. We're Wreck Your Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We also hang out on the Cast Junkie server on Discords from time to time. You can go join that. We also have a Facebook group, uh, Wreck Your Pod, and we, uh, please join our Facebook group. What else am I missing here? Oh, yeah, we also have a Gmail. Go ahead and send us your complaints, claims to check into, compliments, any of the such. Uh, Wreck Your Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, I think you, I think you got all of it there, Matt. Good job. I know it. In one breath. Yeah. <laughs> so... If between now and when next we meet, you find yourself on Reddit, doom scrolling through r slash conspiracy, and you're wondering, <laughs> are lizard people really taking over the government? And you don't have time to wait for our next episode. Just open up that browser window. <laughs> Google it and find out what the lizard people will let you know. 
and be sure to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. We are united, but we're so far apart.